Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Tolerable Tidbits, episode 10, the final tidbit, the uh, grand finale. This is it. Uh, after this episode, I can finally die peacefully at the ripe old age of 22. I request that my ashes be blended into a smoothie and served at a Beyond Juice to a Karen of their choice, who was rude to the high schoolers working there for a minimum wage. And uh, I leave all of my possessions and earnings, all $7 of it, uh, to the Baldwin Public Library to pay off my years of library fees, ending years of bitter fighting. Uh, that aside, today is going to be a fun one, guys. Of course, we got to go out strong. But before I begin, I'd like to just make a brief PSA. Uh, this episode, like all episodes of 10 Tolerable Tidbits, is satirical and in no way represents factual statements, beliefs, or values expressed by former President Barack Obama, Jerry Seinfeld, or Mickey Mouse. Uh, and 10 Tolerable Tidbits is not sponsored or affiliated with Disney, Seinfeld, or the 2008-2016 to 2016 Oval Office in any way. Uh, so I thought since today is the final episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits, I just thought it would be fitting to make today's tidbit about endings, and why, despite what we may think, endings are often a good thing. So, I'm going to go ahead and start with the obvious. Endings are a chance for a fresh start for yourself. In new settings or situations, it's easier to take risks, try new things, and maybe make the changes that you felt you couldn't before. Uh, so, take my life as a glowing example. Uh, when I was in middle school, I was a bit of a dweeb with no friends, and... Uh, then in high school, I tried to be an involved and studious dweeb. Uh, and in college, I tried to be a funny dweeb. And now, as I gear up to move to San Francisco, I can now be a, a dweeb with no friends. Anyway, when you make that big switch up or change, it changes you. When new people enter your life, they change you. And uh, how those things change you depends. It can be a really positive change, like when I learned the word skincare and started taking care of my face and trimming my eyebrows, or it could be a negative change, like uh, being able to now name more investment banks than species of tree. Another advantage of endings, things get stale if you're around too long. If you had a childhood and watched Spongebob, it's like that episode where Squidward moved to that creepy squid community where all the squids looked the same and acted all entitled, like they were better than everyone who didn't live in the squid community. <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> Sorry, a uh, little tickle there. Uh, anyway, Squidward, as you noticed, uh, he got bored of that same old, same old. We all do. Same food at the same places with the same daily humdrum schedule, and then you go to bed and start it all over again. Imagine if for college you took the same class, same subject, same classmates, and same professor for all four years. That would suck. Uh, you couldn't concentrate. You'd start to resent the professor anytime they did some tiny thing that annoyed you, like if they were breathing too loudly or coughing all the time. Maybe start to develop some murderous thoughts. The point is you need change. You, you need variety. Uh, it's like when we went to summer camp as kids. Your cabin doesn't just give you a wedgie. Maybe you'll get a swirly in there too. Maybe they'll pour cold milk down your back or hit you with a butter sock and put your clothing on the roof. But that variety is what made camp special. I assume you all had a similar experience. Uh, 
But the last reason here on why endings and big changes are good. Uh, it pushes us out of our comfort zone and makes us more flexible and adaptable. Just like you can't really choose when you hit your growth spurt or whether or not you make JVA soccer, JVB soccer, but I'm over it, it's fine. Uh, you can't always choose when things end and you have to adapt to the path that life throws at you sometimes and kind of control what you can control. Uh, sometimes when we're hit with a huge change out of the blue, like them being out of oat milk at your local franchise Big B or traffic or the total collapse of our free world economy, uh, we can't do anything about it and we have to do something about it. Uh, those moments, although they suck, they're huge learning moments and they can help us get a better grasp on what we can do and can't do when shit hits the fan. And there could be, you know, a variety of different shits hitting your fan. Maybe the fan speed is changing too. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example of something that would, uh, be tough to get through for you listeners. I guess, I don't know, like no longer having any more entertaining and funny podcast episodes to listen to from your charming, witty, and super handsome friend, Ryan, but I'm just throwing ideas out there. It could be a ton of different things, uh, but you will grow more and learn more because of that change and that adversity. So that is all for my final tidbit. I wanted to keep it brief, uh, and that is because I still have one last special surprise for all of you before we bring 10 tolerable tidbits to a close. So as you may have noticed on a few episodes in the past, I like to do fan mail and uh, read what you all have to say. It's it's all real, I promise. Uh, but since it's the last episode, as a special surprise, uh, we wanted to actually bring in a few lucky fans uh, and talk with them in person to get their thoughts. And we are actually doing that today. All of them are, you know, either close friends or colleagues, acquaintances, business partners, classmates. Uh, so if you're familiar with me, you've probably heard me, you know, talk about hanging out with them before. So let's get started. The first fan up is a good friend of mine, former U.S. President Barack Obama. How are you doing, Mr. President? Uh, it's good to be here, Mr. Kellett. Uh, great to be here. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Uh, that one where you talked about uh, your vendetta against cooking. <laughs> it tickled the ribcage, I'll admit. No wonder the youngsters like you. Ah, well, <laughs> thank you, Mr. President. That's too kind. It sort of reminded me of uh, when I was a scrappy young man myself. As you know, I grew up on an island, a series of islands mainly, on what we now refer to as Hawaii. Those were the days. Young man like myself, smart, handsome, even charming. Nothing to lose, much to gain. Sort of reminds me of my first term in office when I was trying to pass the Affordable Care Act. Uh, Mitch McConnell, he was being, well, uh, let's just say unreasonable. And don't even get Mr. me started President, on the rest Mr. of the Republican Senate. Mr. President, uh, we called sir, them I blister was, feet. I was wondering because if we they could were get always back, dragging their feet uh, around on, on important Mr. President! Oh, oh sorry. Uh, sorry, Mr. Kellett. I tend to dawdle sometimes. Just an old soul reliving his glory days. No worries at all. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, it's it's more of a 10 tolerable tidbits feedback session that uh, I'm trying to do here. Um, I would love to talk about this another time, but I just, I try to record all these in one take and keep them pretty concise, hence the name. Uh, of you course, know, I understand. 
I've been under a bit of a time crunch myself. Uh, my foundation's having a movie night tonight. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, a classic. Can't wait. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and uh, ask your next question? Sure thing. Uh, thank you. So, out of all of the uh, 10 Tolerable Tidbits episodes you listened to, uh, were there any that surprised you? And uh, if so, how? Ah, great question. Uh, well, I'll tell you what was a surprise. Picture this. Try this on for size. Uh, you're coming off a great presidential election. Snagging a victory against a respectful and formidable election opponent, Senator John McCain. May he rest in power. And then a recession hits. Uh, now, of course, this hits the economy hard, and we're pulling all the levers we can, trying to diagnose the solution. Uh, but keep in mind, through all this, uh, my family at the White House uh, is affected too. Uh, I had two young daughters at the time, and you know how that goes. Uh, I don't, but uh, just to get back to the question, Mr. President. Uh, and of course, uh, we had to watch our spending, and that means our dog Bo didn't get those special treats he likes. Uh, Michelle is on my case, saying, you love that dang dog more than me. Uh, and of course, with the affairs of the present world at that present moment, uh, I'll admit, I was a little frustrated. Mr. Uh, President, so I please, respond, it, it was just a simple question. Don't you have question. a school sir, lunch menu to sir, attend to? Sir, this is not uh, your and therapy In hindsight, session. that was not you know a what? good decision. Uh, Let me tell audio, you, Ryan. Cut it. Happy Thank wife, you, Mr. Happy President. <sighs> All right, everyone. I am... Wow. Uh, I'm sorry about that. It's... Former president worked himself up into quite a tizzy, it seems. All right. Whew. Just going to take a little breather from that. Okay. Uh, the next fan we're bringing on, just like the former president, a very good guy. Uh, you've probably seen him and I around town before. Uh, that's right. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, how are you? Also, do you prefer Jerry or Mr. Seinfeld? I don't know. It's your podcast. Make a decision. Come on. I'm from New York. Snap, crackle, pop. Keep up. Maintain the pace. Oh, okay. I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go with Mr. Seinfeld. So, Mr. Seinfeld. No, call me Jerry. Come on, man. Are we at a funeral wake here? Talk to me like a human being. Well, it's just that uh, you, you seemed a little stiff and formal, and I didn't want to be disrespectful of your reputation because I know how much you've done for comedy. Of course I'm stiff. I'm on some Michigan child self-help comedy podcast, and I'm Jerry fucking Seinfeld. What the hell am I doing here? All right. All right. Fine. Jerry. Jerry fucking Seinfeld, thank you for being on 10 Tolerable Tidbits. <sighs> Could you start by maybe sharing your favorite moment from the podcast? Gladly! I thought your first episode, the one on changing clothes in the shower before exiting the facilities, was very revealing. Ah, well, uh, thank you, Jerry. I, I really appreciate you saying that. Revealingly dumb! Who does that? You don't mean you tell me you can't spare the 10-second walk to your room to change clothes? You don't have the time to do that? You have a self-help comedy podcast, for God's sake! You did a bar crawl by yourself! Well, Jerry, it's, it's, it's not a matter of time. I mean, it's a matter of principle. Oh, it's a matter! Alright! I wanted to save a few extra minutes. You know, it's, it's nice to come out of the bathroom and be able to go about my day all dressed. I don't like parading around half-naked with a towel. Listen, kid, I don't know what you're worried about. Are you afraid of your roommates peeping on you? Because believe me, Mr. Kellett... I've seen that shirtless beach pic you put on your Instagram. There isn't much there. Okay, you know what? That's enough of you, Jerry. Just 
just get out of here. And you know what? No one wants to see you pour shitty drip coffee down your gullet with struggling comedians. Comedians in cars getting coffee was ahead of its time, you little weasel. I'll be back, Kellett. I'll be <sighs> Okay. Jeez, these uh, these last two guests have been stressful. No wonder I do this alone. Okay. Hopefully, we can cheer things up a bit with our last guest. You know him all well. He's great with the kids. Uh, that's right. Mickey Mouse. Hey, Mickey. How's it going? Hi, you Ryan. It's great to be on the podcast in the last episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits. Oh, boy. Well, I appreciate it, Mickey. Uh, thank you for the enthusiasm. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, well, tell me, Mickey. I mean, you're a cartoon character. How did you even hear about my podcast in the first place? Great question. I heard about it from the local community college, where I used to guest lecture sometimes. I love teaching. There's nothing quite like seeing that tough concept or difficult problem click in your students' heads. Nothing quite replicates giving back like that. And when one of my students was just raving about it before class, I got curious and decided to check the podcast out. And I heard someone who seemed deeply committed to their audience and to the great content and giving everyone something to laugh and smile about, like me. And from that point, I was all in. Wouldn't miss an episode even if I tried to. <laughs> well, thank you, Mickey. Uh, that, that really means a lot to me. Of course. And I mean, we were on the oil drilling unit in the course. So all of my students were really interested in the Wait, to- uh, hold on, Mickey. O- oil drilling? What, what are you talking about? Well, yeah. I teach a coal and oil class. It's refreshing teaching the future leaders of the energy sector. Every semester, we do a class project where we collectively try to buy up land for a new oil drilling project or coal plant. It's been difficult, what with all these lies about climate change or laws protecting these sham national parks or protected forests. You know this, Ryan. No, no, I I don't know this. What the hell are you talking about? Well, yeah, Ryan, I thought I told you. My agreement with Disney wasn't exactly paying the bills, so I switched to oil and coal, and more generally, climate degradation. Maybe if you didn't have your head in your ass, you'd realize how the world really works, huh? Oh my god, Mickey, that's that's terrible. I had no clue you were... How, how could you do such a thing? Are, are you are, are you lighting a cigarette? This is my parents' house, what are you doing? Well, sure. Even a mouse like me has his vices. You know, Ryan, I'm a talking cartoon mouse, and even I know how to survive in this cutthroat world. It's kill or be killed out here. You would know that if your stupid head wasn't buried in a podcast mic. Huh? Hold on, what is that beeping noise? Oh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Ryan. No, I'm uh, pretty sure there's something beeping. You don't, you don't hear that? Nope. And uh, well, with these big old ears, uh, I'm sure of it. Uh, anyway, I think you're asking me your next question. I think it's coming from under the table. Oh, oh my, oh my God, Mickey, are you wearing an ankle monitor? What the hell is going on here? God, that was. Not what I was expecting out of that at all, but I, I guess there you have it, everyone. Former President Barack Obama, comedian Jerry Seinfeld, and uh, beloved cartoon Mickey Mouse, all sharing their thoughts on the podcast, sort of. 
Sorry you all had to hear that. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Uh, that is it for me for the final tidbit and the last episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits. That is all I have for you. That's the grand finale. So uh, thank you all so much for listening in and supporting me on this wacky podcast. Whether you just heard episode one and decided that that was more than enough of Ryan Kellett speaking, uh, or you've been a loyal listener, one through ten, and you're hearing this right now, your support uh, means the world to me. Uh, On a slightly more serious note, I think that, you know, whether it's been anxiety or just general hyperactivity, I've, uh, I've always been someone who's had a lot of nervous energy, and having this podcast to sort of channel that into and help me get that out of my system uh, has been a godsend. I think that, you know, maybe at some moments in the past, that energy has sometimes been a turnoff and maybe even held me back a bit from, you know, making friends and relating to those around me at certain times. So being able to channel it in a positive way uh, into something that helps me, you know, hone my comedic writing skills, be more creative and have an outlet, uh, it's been such a blessing. So, uh, for what's next, I don't really know what the future holds for me uh, with comedy or if I'll do another podcast or something else. Uh, if I'll ever wield Excalibur again, that's, that's what I call my podcast, Mike. Uh, but I know this, nothing gives me greater joy than creating things that make those around me laugh or smile. And I don't know the medium, I don't know the format, but you can be damn sure that I'll be finding new ways to do uh, this in whatever phase of life I'm in. So thank you all for the support. uh, And just know that, you know, assuming everyone listening to this is a a friend or an acquaintance, that I'm always a phone call, FaceTime, or text away. Uh, Thank you all so much again. I love you guys. Goodbye. Today's episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits is sponsored by the follow-up to the popular children's summertime activity, Slip and Slides. That's right, Stumble and Stones, the only summer toy on the market to combine a patchy, uneven, and poorly made slide with jagged, bumpy rocks. Comes in three difficulties, Pebble Beach, Treetop Hill, and Craggle Mountain. The new Stumble and Stone, where your survival means success. Thank you so much for tuning in to 10 Tolerable Tidbits. My name is Ryan Kellett, and if you have any questions, comments, or feedback on the podcast, well, (laughs) I mean, it's a little late for that, isn't it? But hey, maybe I can make it up to you. You get married, and then on your honeymoon, I'll tell you I thought you should have married someone else.